Hello. There's a chance you might hear some noise in the background. I have television going on. I just haven't left the bed to turn it off yet. I'm recording this right now. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to sleep that well straight away after this. Not that I'm not tired. Very much on the contrary. I am quite tired, but I'm just not sure I'll be well enough to fall asleep. It was unfortunately... It was unfortunately a very difficult day. Just... um, Quite nice... Quite nice... At... Work, in terms of work. Quite good. But then... In the afternoon, I just wasn't feeling great. Started feeling very tired, started feeling very nervous, started feeling very anxious. There's plenty of things that could potentially happen soon. Um, And I'm having a little bit of trouble just dealing with everything. Like, cool things to happen, you know, cool things, quite a good chunk of potential um, exciting changes in life, but for the most part, these are changes that would um, involve a lot of investment and therefore make make me feel quite anxious about it. (sighs) Anyway, I should not talk about just this, even though, yes, the podcast is an excuse for me to talk about my feelings and to share how I feel and how how I'm doing. Um, I would, however, like to talk about something that happened as well today. I had someone knock at my door, and for the first time in my life, really, Someone came begging, asking for money at the door. Um, my God, it, it was it was a it was a sad state of affairs, you know. <sighs> it's just this lady asking for some help to pay gas and and electric just you know one of those sob stories that people use and and sometimes have i'm you know obviously i I don't know for sure that it was a real that it was a real um request but i told the lady i didn't have any money on me i never do but i would gladly give her food so i just gave her some desserts i had some yogurts and a couple of pre-made ready meals like hamburger and mac and cheese and hopefully she'll be able to actually give that to her children you know counting that the story is true and if she doesn't then at least i'm hoping she can enjoy it herself and honestly i'd I'd much rather give away food and i'd much rather give away these little 
trinkets, whatever little trinkets might be, rather than giving away money just off the get-go. I don't have anything against giving people money in principle. I don't even have anything against giving people money who you think might only use it to fuel their vices, you know, to use drugs or spend it in, on alcohol or anything like that. I personally think that I'm in no moral position to to provide judgment onto these people at all. I think, I think, yes, I, 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 I only think that I would prefer to be able to help them with actual help rather than monetary help, which is such a momentaneous resolution to their problems. A bit like the food that I gave this lady is just a momentary, momentary resolution to her problems. And I honestly hope she gets the help she needs. I honestly hope she can get better, um, just, you know, just better conditions in life. That's all I can hope for. Anyway, aside from that, something major, something else major happened. We are now, as of... 10 minutes from 11 minutes from now to be completely exact going into what's called a tier 4 level lockdown which means we are once again forbidden by law to leave home unless we are doing work unless we are doing education hopefully and it seems like this will be a thing the concert that I was meant to do on Monday will still go on because it is for educational purposes that we are putting this on and there will be no audience it will only be recorded and utilized for um, educational purposes and we now have the potential to even do it in school if all things fail and we cannot do it in church anymore and i'm very happy that we can do the concert i am very worried that i will have to potentially go by public transportation to this concert and I'm actually thinking I would prefer to pay the extortionate amount of money that is the congestion charge um, to drive around London or London's congestion charge zone city centre. Um, and I would just, I would much rather drive there and leave my car there somewhere and and pay the congestion charge and the parking t the parking space whatever uh instead of going into public transports i'm just i'm i'm not feeling well about leaving house to go into a public transport right now and the more i think of it the more i feel like i want to get um an electric car simply so i can drive to school and back park my car in an electric car place uh, and just, yeah, deal with it rather than having to deal with uh, public transports come January. I know that the vaccine is out there. I know that things are are hopefully getting better as the vaccine is rolled out in, in the country. But for things to get particularly well, we need for it to get much, much better than it is right now. And it's going to take a while. 
it's going to take months and I just I'm not even talking about the economical sociological repercussions that we are going to face for years to come um, I mean one problem at a time please I'm just uh, worrying right now and thinking ahead to the amount of time it will take for people to be immune or for the most part immune to carrying the virus and being able to carry the virus without affecting those who are the who are more affected by this you know the 0.1% of the population that people like to use as a scoffing um point of view that 0.1% of the population is not enough to warrant this whole lockdown situation I just like to remind people that 0.1%, sorry, 0.01% of 10 million people, I'm just using my country's population, my country of origin's population as a, as a matter of reflection, 0.01% of 10 million people is still 100,000 people. And if 0. Point, sorry, 0.01% of people that contract the virus die, it's still 100,000 people that die in a country. If the whole country gets it, obviously, I am grossly overestimating that everyone in the country will get it, and I'm just giving numbers for, for Portugal, not for the UK. Here it's 66 million, so we're looking at more than half a million people if the whole country gets it. Statistically, 660,000 people would die on average, obviously, statistically, obviously, these are not exact numbers, these are gross overestimations. <sighs> and it just boggles me that people are so worried about them themselves, worried about... They are worried about many valid things, don't get me wrong, valid, valid, valid arguments regarding economy, regarding society, regarding authoritarianism at some stages. But they are also arguing about useless conversations, useless things, useless um, points and arguments, and, and they are taking every measure that affects them in any way incredibly personally, as if it was meant as a personal attack and not as a way to get people to um, be protected to against this this sort of virus because the virus might not affect the core population but it will affect the core population's families and that is where it matters to be careful and people are not careful people are still going into trains without masks i've seen it before and i'll keep seeing it if i carry on going on trains and i've just been incredibly anxious the whole day thinking about these things, thinking about the changes that I might want to make t for the future, like getting the electric car to go to school on my own, and the implications, the financial implications that that will bring. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world, but I, I feel quite secure and safe that in terms of jobs, because I am working for a big chain that is kind of pivotal to this, pivotal to this, um, this country's economy at the moment. And for the most part, I am quite, I'm feeling quite secure. So there's so many things and I have just been 
honestly so anxious that my jaw is locked. Anxious to the point where I feel like I won't be able to fall asleep that early, even though I feel tired and, and have been yawning the whole day. And I just feel so uneasy. Uneasy is the best word right now to describe it. And Christmas, Christmas is coming and a lot of people feel like that their Christmases have been ruined. I don't think mine could be ruined per se, I'm hoping. Um, I just, I, I just want to send a little word of strength and hope to people. Really hope that you're doing well. I really hope that you're, you know, hanging in there. I really hope that you are at least, um, with enough mental health and enough mental strength to see some positives in, in this time that we have to ourselves and if you have any time to yourself please enjoy it and please enjoy yourself as much as you can because everything else in the world should be second fiddle to how you feel about yourself and I honestly hope that the lady I gave food to today did manage to get the 16 pounds and that those 16 pounds were enough to pay for the rest of the weekend of gas and electric so that she can actually feed her children I'm really hoping that's the story and I'm really hoping that the resolution to that story was a positive one <sighs> I'm gonna try and get up maybe make some tea hopefully that will help me to calm down and hopefully I'll sleep well enough and tomorrow I'll actually have more things to talk about it's, it's a long episode and I'm sorry but I just had to take some things off my chest because I'm feeling so anxious about stuff. I haven't even told you that about my diet that still carries on. And it's been working minimalistically well. Um, nor about my just general well-being, I guess. Aside from my anxiety. Or even my Russian. I haven't even told you how I'm still working on Russian and hoping I can learn more Russian. Anyway, we're getting to 15 minutes. That's ridiculous. This is called 10-minute rambles, Andre. Go to bed. Try to sleep. Maybe make some herbal tea and try to relax. I'll see you tomorrow.